To all who come to this happy place, welcome. Disneyland is your land. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 179 of Word on the Main Street Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Sean Lords. And I'm Brian Lords. And we have a show for you today. Mm-hmm. If I ever knew one, this is one. It is one. <laughs> Might be the oneiest of ones. Since the first one. Yeah, definitely. That's probably more accurate. Yeah. But before we get into today's episode, let us thank our beautiful, talented sponsor, Get Away Today. Absolutely. Get Away Today is a fantastic travel agency to work with. And even though you cannot get to the Disneyland Resort right now, you can get to other places. Uh, There are some places available in Southern California. And more importantly, there is Disney World. I know that we're a Disneyland podcast. We usually poke fun at Disney World. But if you can't be at Disneyland, Why not? you may as well be at <laughs> Disney World. And I did want to let people know that Getaway Today is offering a $100 booking bonus for all Walt Disney World Resort vacations when you book by September 15th. Um that's today. <laughs> as you're as we're listening to, it. oh, as we're recording, yeah. Oh well, I may as well just not tell you about it then. I thought it was uh, the fifteenth tomorrow. You were wrong. Yeah, never mind. Sorry, you're folks. living in the um, future. Yeah, never mind. <laughs> Dang it! It was a good shot. Missed it. Good attempt. They were giving a a booking bonus of $100 when you booked by the 15th for travel through September 26, 2021. And it's combined with Walt Disney's Magic is Here promotion for 2020 travel. And it's helping guests save hundreds on their vacations. Um, They're also expecting to get their masks within the next couple weeks. So they're in pre-sale mode. I'm guessing getaway today is... That's that, my guess. The way I read that is that Getaway Today is making masks. So, so you can have you a mask one. that says Get Away. Yeah. So anyway. Get that, Away. That was a big flop. But <laughs> book your travel to the Walt Disney World Resort or to some of the Southern California destinations that are currently open. Um, Las Vegas, St. George, Utah. There's other places you can go that are not Disneyland, but hopefully we'll hear something about reopening one of these days Um, but if you are going to be booking any travel make sure you let them know about our promo code that is main street 10 it's all lowercase the number one zero that's going to get you ten dollars off any two night or longer southern california travel package now even though you may not be booking southern california travel you may be working booking disney world still use that promo code it helps them know where their business is coming from yeah so um make sure you visit them in their office in south ogden utah uh or or (laughs) well i can't (laughs) talk tonight sorry folks or you can visit them on online at www.getawaytoday.com or you can give them a call at 855 get away that's 438-2929 
And that ten dollars could get you. You could use that ten dollars for a month of Disney Plus. There you go. Where the new Mandalorian's about to be released oh, next month. Oh my gosh. If you guys haven't watched the trailer. <laughs> That's so good. It just came out yesterday as you're listening to this. Yeah. So good. Oh yeah. If you liked the Mandalorian before, it looks like you better get ready to love it even more this season. I can't wait. Oh, it's going to be so good. I need more Baby Yoda in my life. Yes. <laughs> but it's the child. The child. Whatever. We all know it's a Baby Yoda. Yes, a baby Yoda species. Yeah, but we don't know what that is. We don't know what the species is. So, it's... so it could be the Yoda species. Yeah, maybe that's know. it. And it's just named after Master Yoda. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. Who knows? <laughs> maybe he started that species. Yoda of the Yoda species. <laughs> exactly. In the Yoda galaxy. I'm just kidding. I don't know. <laughs> Planet Yoda, where the Yoda species lives. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> all right. This week at the Disneyland Resort, uh, it's closed. Yep. Uh, but they opened dine-in seating or indoor dining. <laughs> I think that's dine what I meant. Dine-in seating. <laughs> indoor dining has been opened <laughs> at uh, the, at uh, Downtown Disney. So you no longer have to just eat outside. That's good. You're going in the air-conditioned buildings and enjoy your whatever you're going to have. Perfect. Uh, so, uh, more on that later. Uh, but basically, that's it. That's all that's open. Over at the Disneyland Resort is parts of downtown Disney. But nothing else. So... Uh, we'll just head on over to Brian's Trivia Corner, where the trivia is at a 90-degree angle. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Brian's Trivia Corner. It is literally in a corner. All right, everybody, it is once again trivia time. Yeah, wee-hee, woo-hoo. That. I'll just <laughs> all that. I'm not going to try and repeat you're supposed to go, yeah, ha, wee, he, woo, hoo, indeed. Indeed. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say is indeed. <laughs> um, anyway, let's get on with trivia. Uh, last week's question, I got a few answers, some incorrect, some correct. Um, I, I did get one rather amusing answer that said, I don't know. Oh, wait, you just said it, Charles Flesher. <laughs> you wish. And I, I'm pretty sure they knew that wasn't it. Just by the way they had said that. Um, and then, of course, our man on the main street sent us a text message. He was very excited that he knew oh, yeah. this one. Oh, yeah. Uh, very he excited. he listens every week. And because, yeah, he knows pretty much. The pretty much. Um, that uh, question, of course, if you guys do not remember or didn't listen to last week's episode, shame on you. That was who voices Roger Rabbit on Roger Rabbit's cartoon spin. Um, the voice in the movie, of course, Charles Flesher. Um, no, he did not reprise the role in um, the attraction. But I'm going to say friend <laughs> of the show, Jess Harnell. Wishful. Wishful friend of the show. Friend of the show, He's been Jess on it, Harnell. He's been on it. So couple times couple times 
I, I think. I don't know. Or was it just the I do, once? I don't think. I, we talked to him once, but I think like audio has ended up on it's possible, other yeah. episodes. I don't know. Yeah. I could be totally incorrect here. <laughs> but I'm going to say it anyway. Friend of the show, Jess Harnell. Hit us up, Jess. Uh, speaking of, oh, you. I know it's not Disney, but Animaniacs coming November oh, yes. to Hulu. Not I the old series, that. a brand new Animaniacs series. I'm hoping it does it justice, but it's all the original cast. Did you watch the video of them doing some of the recording? Oh, yeah. Oh, it gave me chills. Oh, yeah. But it also made me sad at the same time because... As you're listening today, <laughs> would have been Fan X Eve. Ah, oh, that's right. It would have been would have Fan been, X uh, Eve. Rubbing and... elbows with all the uh, the uh, uh, celebrity yep. elite. And the <laughs> pretty much the bulk of the Animaniacs voice cast oh, was yeah. scheduled to be here this I coming think weekend. It was supposed to be Tress, Jess, and Rob. And Maurice. And Maurice LaMarche. So you'd That's have basically almost the everybody. The three Warner Brothers. Well, the two Warner Brothers and the sister Dot. Yes. And Pinky and the Brain. Yeah. All in one convention. It would have been epic. I am so bummed. But that's all but, right. Yeah. When I saw that, it got me excited <laughs> and made me very sad all at the same time. Awesome. So I basically just sat there with a straight face because I was excited and sad at the same oh, time. Yeah. It just neutraled out. Yeah, pretty much. So... so. There no, emotion no emotion at all. At all. Um, <laughs> You're dead inside. <laughs> <laughs> pretty much. Uh, anyway, yes, Jess Harnell did the voice of Roger Rabbit. We've had the privilege of listening to him do that voice live at Salt Lake Fanex. Um, so congratulations to those of you that knew that. Better luck next time to those that didn't. And next time, of course, is right now. And that is The Submarine Voyage was originally themed after the t- movie 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea. Where does the pipe organ from the movie now reside? Oh, yeah. Bum, bum, bum. The only hint I'm giving is, oh, yeah. That's right. (laughs) Which is not a hint at all, just so you know. Um, If you know the answer or you think you know the answer, please send that to me. That is Brian, B-R-Y-A-N, dot W-O-T-M-S at gmail.com. All right. Brian just gave you his email. If you want to reach out to either of us, you can email us. Uh, you already have his. My email is sean, S-E-A-N dot W-O-T-M-S at gmail.com. Or you can give us a call and leave us a voicemail at 801-923-2455. That'll go straight to voicemail. You do not... Whoa, whoa, Brian. What are you dinging over there for? You can blame my wife. Sorry. <laughs> Jeez, Megan. All right. It's all right. She won't listen, so. Yeah, so I can say whatever I want. Yeah, let's <laughs> not go too far. <laughs> um, where was I? Oh, yeah. Uh, you can leave that voicemail, 801-923-2455, or reach out to us on social media. We love you on social media. We're on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok, and we have completed round two of Sean's. Disney Funko Pop Madness. And I'll be posting the results and round three this week. So go ahead and follow Word on the Main Street on Instagram to participate. Um, 
Yeah. Pretty sweet. Indeed. Also, I got a message from someone that had won something and asked if I had sent it out yet. I'm here to say I have not. <laughs> and uh, I do have it boxed up and ready to go. I just have to drive my lazy bum to the postal post office. This is the what postal happens post office. when Sean works like two like minutes from his house. Oh, yeah. And there's not much commute. It's true. He goes by my house. All I think of is... But that's about it. Work home, work home, work home. But I have the day off today, as you're listening to this. Oh, there you go. So I'm going to plan to set some time aside to run up to the post office. Get this mailed out to you. I'll send him a text message (laughs) later on today and remind him. Oh, we're terrible. We Technically, are. Technically, this is me, because I said I would do it. We are still terrible when it comes but to stuff like this. we are both pretty terrible yeah. with these things. Uh, so I apologize, but we're getting that to you. That's and... why we tell people, we'll get it to you. Yeah. We don't know when, but Maybe we'll I'll get throw it in you. an extra dealy-doo. Ooh. For the... Dealy-doos are nice. Yeah. I've got some extra giveaway stuff over there. I've also got some park maps from when... Uh, Galaxy's Edge first came to Disneyland. So both could be kind of cool. Maybe, maybe maybe you'll get a... Maybe both will show up in the box. Maybe Sean know. will print you out his Roger Rabbit photo and oh, or yeah. picture that he drew and right. send that to you. Signed by the author or I the artist. Because I feel like my printer wouldn't do it justice. I want to get like a good like yeah. print. I don't know if somewhere local does really good, like, prints. And then you should just do only, like, five of them. And that's and it. And then just number them. One of five. One out of five. That makes it rare. It does. And expensive. Yes. Priceless, almost. That should make up for, for lack of time yeah. getting it you to you. You should be able to get a new car or something yeah. if you were to sell that. Take but, this uh, and go buy yourself a new <laughs> spaceship. Yeah. As Michael from? Scott might say, oh, yeah. <laughs> after he watched the Scranton Strangler drive by and went and grabbed a bunch of gravel from the road. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, yeah. So that's it. That's how you can contact us. If you want to support the show, you can do so by uh, listening to the show every week and sharing it with those that might also enjoy it and or subscribing to to the podcast and leaving us a nice review on the following platforms. That would be Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Player FM, TuneIn, and Google Play. And then if, Maybe one oh, day Amazon Podcasts. That we're not supposed to talk about. That we about. don't know about. That we do not know about. No. But at all. Amazon's in everything, so we're just going to assume... We're just making predictions. Amazon Podcasts is eventually going to be a thing. Yes. We have no, no prior idea. knowledge of this. No. Nothing I've read Mm-mm. that told me not to say anything. Nothing that was sent to you or anything. Um, don't sue me. Um, anyway. <laughs> ho, ho. If you want to uh, support us financially, you can do so. By uh, <laughs> donating to patreon.com slash word on the main street. That money will go to help build the show, keep it going, and hopefully make it just a little better. Um, 
So go do that. And yeah. So another thing that we didn't announce last week, an episode of Castle Collective was released that me and Brian took part in. That was a fun one. Uh, it, it was fun. We should have talked about it last week, but I totally spaced it. So go to the, uh, it's called the Castle Collective. It's Word on the Main Street, Man on the Main Street, Sean Rapier's own Disneyland podcast, where we talk about our favorite Disney th- things. Yeah. Every episode's so different. It's really not like uh, the same format no. every single show. So. No. Uh, so... As you've probably heard, past episodes, we've been on as rotating hosts. Yes. Well, guest hosts. Uh, talking about certain rides. And we kind of go through like the whole experience of mm-hmm. the attraction. From line to the end of the ride. And not only is it a different attraction every week, it's a different guest host every week. Yes. So it's not even just us. There's a lot of cool people. Oh, yeah. Uh, Heather Dixon. Wallwork. Rob Foray. Uh, who do, who did story art? I think for yeah Disney Disney Interactive, I believe. Um, Rob Foray, like you just said, previous skipper at Walt Disney World, um, and then um, has anybody else been on yet? Nick Galletti was on. Nick Galletti, that's right. Um, Disney super fan. Yes, just basically like us. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, hopefully there will be more. I don't know if anybody else has been on i can't think of anybody else but i don't think so uh the last two episodes me and brian have been on together we did the first one was was it it was dark rides right yes top 10 dark rides uh so that was a lot of fun this past episode that we were on we did our top five disney land lands uh, so that was a lot of fun to rate those babies and give our reasonings on why. So go ahead and listen to the Castle Collective. Bryce Randall. Bryce was also Randall. on there. Doy. Uh, I forgot what he went over. They did uh, Disneyland versus Disney World mm-hmm, yeah, attractions. Right. I've never been to World, but uh, good stuff. Good stuff. Uh, so go check out the Castle Collective. On uh, most podcasting platforms, basically where we're at is where you'll find the Castle Collective. Yes. Uh, go listen to all the episodes. They are a lot of fun, especially ours. <clears throat> all right. Let us move on to the turkey leg of today's episode. Let's do this. Uh, I'm going to go with the f- really fun one first. Uh, before we bring it down. Bring it down. It's not even our not fault really a, to bring it down. It's I don't know if newsome. it's bringing it down. I think it's almost good news. Almost. You but Newsom's involved, so it's... Yeah. Eh. He's going to be the new Newman, like on Seinfeld <laughs> when he used to say Newman. <laughs> and that's going to be Newsom. <laughs> All right. So first, if anybody's a, a PlayStation gamer... You may have heard of uh, something called Dreams. It's uh, basically, a, I don't want to call it a game, but it's a program you can buy where you can actually create stuff for people to play and, and do. Um, 
So in PS Dreams VR, somebody created the Haunted Mansion attraction. I don't know if they've done more. I haven't looked that far, but I know they did the Haunted Mansion. I made Brian watch some of it before we started. So I got some could, glimpses. He could give his opinion. I think it's pretty cool what somebody has done. It's a lot of time, I feel like, oh, yeah. that I had to take. Oh, yeah. And it's cool because... I mean, it's got the soundtrack, obviously, but as you had mentioned, you start out in this video, you can he- you're can in New Orleans Square, mm-hmm. and you can hear the jazz music playing, and then you can enter the gates, and you can still hear the jazz music. Because you're still outside. Mixed with the organ music. So, anyway, uh, kind of cool if you have uh, dreams... VR, go ahead and find this and let us know what you think about it. Um, or you can just search that in the Google machine and pull up a video uh, that shows it and just let us know what you think. I thought it was pretty cool. Um, it's not 100% to a T what you'll find at no. Disneyland, but it's better than what better we have right nothing. now. <laughs> so, um, it, it was really done really well, yeah. I think. Yeah, and I, would I was shocked at how well some of the things looked. I don't know how this program works. I don't know how easy or hard it is to make something look like something. Yeah. But wow. The <laughs> amount of detail that was there it was, cool. was great. Um, the Hatbox Ghost actually looked cool. really good. Uh, the um, wallpaper matched. In the corridor of doors, yes, I did not look at that didn't. Yeah, particular it's, it's part. The design, which is good, uh, the stretch room stretches, and yes, and that looked very that accurate. Looked really good. Too. They've even got the gargoyles holding candles. So, don't know how they did it. Yeah, but they did it. Did a good job, and it's awesome. Whoever so. was responsible for this, well done. Yeah, You've well got, done. You've got my uh, thumbs up over that one. Yes. Two thumbs up. Four thumbs up, because there's two of us. That's right. With two thumbs. Who has two thumbs and likes that video? This guy. And this guy. Ooh, yeah. All right, so that's basically <laughs> it. I thought it was cool. Yeah, it is neat. I don't have the ability to VR, because it's expensive to yeah. VR. And uh, I need to save for the PS5, so. Yep. Um... That's coming out soon. Ooh. Is it going to be out for this holiday season oh, yeah. or next? This one. Oh, this one? That's what it's supposed to be. Oh, boy. F- fall of 2020. That's close. Come on. I need to earn extra money. All right. Anything else you want to add about PSVR dreams? No. <laughs> cool. <laughs> Except I want a VR set. Somebody has one, and you know wants to invite me over so I can sit down and watch the Haunted Mansion. That'd be cool. Uh, But let's head to the more exciting-ish article that we had found. Um, So there is a group called uh, Kappa. They represent... uh, It's kind of like Uzma Kappa. Right? Maybe that's where they got it. Maybe. Except it's spelled with a C and only one P. Yeah, that's true. But basically the same. Right. Exactly. Kind of. 
Um, so this is the trade organization that represents Disneyland, Resort, Universal Studios, Six Flags, SeaWorld, Knott's Berry Farm, and Legoland, at least the California ones. So um, it says executive director Erin Guerrero wrote in her statement, California's amusement parks urge the governor to issue amusement park guidelines expeditiously. So these vital community attractions can reopen their doors in a responsible manner and get residents back to work. Yay. Which as much as we want to go to the parks, I feel like this is probably the better issue to really be pushing. To get people back to work. Is people in that area need to get their jobs back. Well, and that city economy's got to just be tanking. Tanking because that's what Anaheim is. Yes. That's where income comes from for the city of Anaheim. So, yes, definitely. Um, So the statement from Kappa uh, says, over those six months, parks crafted detailed plans to reopen. They include capacity reductions, face covering requirements, robust health and safety protocols for both guests and employees, and significant modifications to support physical distancing. Um, They also say these practices will promote health and safety in ways that many activities Californians are currently engaging in won't. So it sounds like they've got some guidelines that are better than what is already being allowed. Yeah. Which is weird uh, that it's being such a difficult thing to do. Um, They give a for instance uh, in Orange County that... um, says, uh, in Orange County, where a number of these parks are are situated, restaurants, movie theaters, and places of worship can resume indoor operations at either 25% capacity or 100 people, whichever is fewer. Indoor shopping malls, swap meets, and retail stores can open at 50% capacity. Uh, Why not? Why not amusement parks, right? Amen. Um... Of course, such a move from Newsom would probably require he amend his recently released four-tier color system, which has already caused a bit of confusion. Um, so yeah, uh, it says... Oh, the chairman of Disney Parks, Josh DeMauro, uh said, as soon as a date and those guidelines are set, I can tell you we are ready. I'm sure they are. I mean, they've got all the guidelines they've used for Disney World. Florida, Hong Kong, yeah. Shanghai, Tokyo. <laughs> yeah. Paris. They're they're they've ready to go. Um, so the uh, full Kappa statement I can read for you right now. And you guys can decide what you think. It says, because it is an industry that values safety above all else, six months ago, California's amusement parks and attractions made the difficult decision to close voluntarily in response to COVID, and the impacts have been devastating. Tens of thousands of jobs have been weighing in the balance, hundreds of millions of tax revenue that support critical local, state, and federal programs lost, and local businesses that rely on amusement parks continue to struggle, with many closing permanently. Over those six months, parks crafted details, detailed plans to reopen, they include capacity reductions, face covering requirements, robust health and safety protocols for both guests and employees, 
and significant modifications to support physical distancing. These practices will promote health and safety in ways that many activities Californians are currently engaging in won't. However, in order to reopen parks require oh, in order to reopen parks require guidance from the state and that guidance has not been forthcoming as evidenced by the many open amusement parks in the United States and around the world. Visiting an attraction will not look the same as before COVID, but California's amusement parks are ready to responsibly open. Booyah. Yep. Good job, Kappa. Yeah. Whoever, um, I didn't even realize there was like an organization of all those like groups. I'm guessing it's like the, the union or the amusement park. I don't know. Yeah. It just surprises me. I mean, it, they do all need to work together if they're going to be oh, able yeah. to try and push this through. Yeah. So. And I, I don't know. I don't remember because we had talked a, f- a few weeks ago. Might have been a couple months ago, but uh, they were talking about how they were submitting plans and that they should have guidelines within a few weeks. Yeah. But then it never happened. So did, was it Governor Newsom that said that? I don't remember. Or was it the parks that assumed that? I'm sure they probably assumed that it, once they issued their statement that, that they would get them. they would get some sort of idea at least. <sighs> but come on, California. Let's do this. Let's do this. Let's do this. I'm just going to stay quiet. Um, probably better for me. I think they've done a good job at Downtown Disney. From what I've seen and what I've read and yeah. what I've watched and heard, um, I've seen the crowds for Florida, for uh, Disney World on yeah. Labor Day weekend. Properly distanced. There wasn't very many people there. Yeah. Uh, so I don't think, I can't see it being that big of a problem, but uh, we'll see. We'll see yeah. what happens. Hopefully that statement from Kappa makes some sort of change or some sort of urgency fingers crossed so we can resume operations yeah me need disney by the time this all <laughs> happens we will probably have finished disneyland in our special segment it's possible and maybe we'll be moving over to california <laughs> right. adventure i didn't think it would take this we long. are starting in uh tomorrowland basically i don't know if this ride is Fantasyland or tomorrowland I vote at the time. I think it was tomorrow. tomorrow. I think now it's more considered fantasy. fantasy. But you're you're. It's like new technology, right? Where you can hear what the fishes are saying. Yeah. Spoiler alert. <laughs> I I don't know. I still feel like this is more of a fantasy land yeah. attraction these days. Yeah. Um. So, I guess that brings us to our special segment. And you probably know where what we're doing. They have no idea. We haven't given that away <laughs> at all. We've given zero hints. But we're going to be doing our special segment with 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea slash Finding Nemo Subs. So you get a little little old, a little new. Um, and uh, for those just joining the special segment, we go over one attraction give you just a few factoids about the attraction itself and then we give our personal comments memories experiences and then we bid you adieu 
So uh, we've started in Main Street for those just joining. And uh, now we're all the way over in Tomorrowland because we went clockwise. So we started by going by Adventureland. Mm -hmm. And all the way around, we hit Toontown last. Because you got to hit that before you get too late in the day or it's going to be closed. Yeah. Uh, so we're at Tomorrowland, technically. It's kind of the transition ride yeah. from uh, fantasy to tomorrow. True. So Very true. Uh, so yeah, 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea slash Finding Nemo. Brian is going to start us off as usual with the first fact of this attraction all right well keeping consistent with all past attractions we'll start out with our opening date and that is that the submarine voyage opened at disneyland on june 14th 1959 it was actually part of a big addition to the park Mm -hmm. with the subs the matterhorn the skyway buckets there was one more but i can't think of what it was so we're going to just Boom. go with those three. <laughs> good enough. Good enough. Um, named after real Navy subs, they were promoted as the world's largest peacetime fleet of subs. Not sandwiches. Yes. Like submarine vessels. Submarine vessels. <laughs> oh, goodness. I couldn't help myself. Sorry. <laughs> the subs are 52 feet long. Carry 38 passengers and circle a nine million gallon lagoon. That's Dang, a lot of water. That is a lot of water. I probably would never have guessed that there were nine million gallons in there. Oh yeah. And looking at that, it always makes me thirsty. I don't know why. Really? Just because it's clear water. Yeah. It just looks so like refreshing. Because it's always hot when I'm there. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what it is. It's always hot waiting in that line, too. Yes. Unless you you get there early. Yeah. Or late. True. Very late. Um, Or not at all. Not at all. (laughs) That'll save you a lot of time in line. Um, Says the... uh, uh, While the subs never fully submerge, waterfalls above the subs help to give the illusion of diving. Which is pretty creative, I think. It is very creative. The water comes down. The bubbles looks like the bubbles going are going up. Yeah, and you go down into the deep. You go down about twenty thousand leagues, something like that. <laughs> Some, that's my guess. That's what they say. <laughs> anyway, uh, the subs were deemed out of date and closed in nineteen ninety eight. Did you mean to rhyme that one? Subs deemed out of date and closed in 1998. No. We could wrap these. Go for it. (laughs) I'm just kidding. All right, after nine years. No, wrap it. Oh. (laughs) Wicka, wicka. After nine years. Anyway. Uh, After nine years and an approximate $70 million later, the subs returned as the Finding Nemo submarine voyage. That's a lot of money. That is. Um, I think they had a lot of work to do to repair the oh, yeah. concrete and everything. I think that was Well, it all just sat there and... for 
forever. Yeah. Uh, and if I remember right, when they, I thought I saw a video or something that when they were rebuilding that, they kind of coated the concrete with like glass almost mm-hmm. to kind of hold the color so it wouldn't oh, yeah. fade. Um, so that might have taken good chunk of change oh yeah a lot of technology that got added to it i mean they had to use their new sonar hydrophone to be able to hear the fish talk develop that yeah which is one big expense uh but yeah so anyway um there were plans to theme the subs after the atlantis movie uh but Finding Nemo won that battle. Probably a good decision. Probably because that movie did not. <laughs> Was that post movie that they the thought about office. doing that? Or, I don't know. Or during production of said movie, because it to me it just doesn't seem like a good idea. Yeah, I I haven't seen that movie all the way through. If I have, it's been a long time yeah and but it if i haven't seen the movie do well there's likely a reason yeah <laughs> it, which isn't always true for me because i still haven't seen lady and the tramp but i know uh, it's a good movie the animated one the animated one i've seen that just because i hadn't seen it until colby made me watch yeah it. <laughs> uh, every time never... megan hears that i haven't seen lady and the tramp she's like i can't believe it <laughs> We didn't own it. I just remember that. My grandparents didn't own it. What is a baby? No, you don't know what I'm talking about. No. All right. Um. I know we are Siamese, <laughs> if you please. And he's a tramp. He's That's a it. Tramp, but I love him. There you got a good version of that <laughs> on. Uh, Everybody wants to be a cat. Is that the album that it was the on? The jazz album. Yes. Oh. oh, so good. That album is awesome. Uh, if you haven't checked it out, I think it is on Apple Music and probably Spotify. I'll have to check. Um, if not, go to Amazon.com and purchase yourself a hard copy like I did. Um, but it's called Everybody Wants to Be a Cat, Volume 1. I haven't seen a Volume 2, guys. Let's get on that. Um, Come on. But it's just it's ja- like real jazz versions of Disney songs. Some are very, very jazz. And anybody that knows jazz knows what I mean by <laughs> very jazz. It, it gets crazy on some songs. Um, I was listening to it with our parents and with Colby in the car. And uh, a song came on. And, and uh, our mother and my wife, Colby, told me to turn it off because it was... A little too much, because uh, it gets really, really wild. Was that Gaston? That is one of them, but uh, Bare Necessities. Oh, yeah. It's like off-key the whole time. But that's jazz. And then, like, at the end, it gets on-key, but I'm just like... That's you jazz. You gotta know jazz. And I think Dad was trying to be nice, and he was like, I, I think it's great. Uh, maybe he thinks it's great. I don't know, but I assume he was trying to be I, nice. I, I took I an like, intro to jazz class in the, <laughs> at school, and it it will change your opinion on jazz. Oh yeah, like I enjoyed jazz before. Now I really like jazz. And then some versions on there are more of your like, 
like jazzy almost like a lounge type even like more upbeat you know because yeah. like, there's one where she like scats it's the oh yeah small world Mm, yeah, it's that's a right. World of laughter, a world of dance. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. You need to Pretty tell upbeat. Colby if she needs any like extracurricular credits, jazz. or like any art credit. Intro Take to intro jazz. to jazz. I did an intro to music, and so we went over all music from like the beginning. Yeah, you need to go with a specific. <laughs> Dude, we musical spent a genre. good chunk on jazz. Did you? And I loved it. Yeah, because I already, I already, I think our grandpa. Put a little jazz on us. He had a lot of jazz yeah. in his collection. It's true. So if you guys uh, are looking for that time and stuff yeah. like that, he I started that with New Orleans jazz. Is probably what got me hooked on yeah. jazz, and then I started learning about real jazz. It gets wild. It's true. <laughs> if you guys are looking for that album on Apple Music, it is titled Disney Jazz. Mm, Everybody yes. Wants to Be a Cat, Volume 1. But there is another album that I also really enjoy that's called Jazz Loves Disney. Yes, and there's those two are, volumes. Those are really good, too. There's two volumes of that, and it's kind of the same thing, different styles of jazz. Some of them are in French. Some so, of them are in French. Just... Uh, take note of that but it still sounds so good there's a version of something in french on one of those and i she says scooby-doo and i'm like is this real french oh is that bippity boppity boo <laughs> yeah yeah she says scooby-doo maybe Go she's with... scatting in french <laughs> i don't think so <laughs> she's she sounds like speaking french and then like something scooby-doo and i'm like this isn't this isn't real French. This is like the made up. Maybe Scooby Doo is a really is really a French word. It means maybe, talking dog. Maybe yeah, could 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 mean that. Um, but yeah, check those albums out. Let us know what you think. Yeah, maybe we should do album reviews, like we were gonna do movie reviews. Ooh, I'm seeing some other albums in here. I'm gonna have to listen to. Disney. Yeah. Jazz? Deep Sleep Jazz Piano Ooh. Disney Edition. I know there's a a bluegrass tribute to Disney. But oh, I have that album. I don't know. Oh, if it's Mickey, any good, Where Art Thou? I think I is what it's called. I haven't listened to it. Oh, I love it. That's is it another really good bluegrass. One. Oh yeah. Okay. I'll have to take a take a gander. Uh, but I've got a reggae disney that's album a good one too called reggae, reggae club, club. Mm. uh if anybody wants a good disney reggae album we've gotten very much off the path of what <laughs> oh, we're about. beyond uh but uh what are some of your favorite disney albums tribute albums or style albums yeah I'd let like us to know. know please um, do because i'd like to listen to them because uh, i like i like almost any kind of music even ones that I don't fully like. I'm not a huge rap guy, but there's some rap that I like. So send me whatever it might be, and I'd love to hear it. Sounds like Brian would too. But we're just rambling on about music, so we're going to say goodbye and let you guys be on your merry way so you can listen to your music. Um, but before we let you go, we do want to thank you for joining us this week um, here at Word on the Main Street Podcast. If you like the show, if you like the episode, please share it um, and go leave us a, a good review and subscribe if you haven't. 
Um, you can do so on the following platforms. That would be Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Player FM, TuneIn, and Google Play, and maybe Amazon Podcasts. Um, and then, that's it. We do want to uh, thank Bryce Gardner for the great theme song he created for our show. Go listen to his music under the name Delta Theory on most music streaming platforms. And that is all. Thank you guys so much for joining us this week. Please join us every week, every Wednesday, to hear the new word on the main street. Goodbye. Goodbye. Goodbye.